1: not here who so need to get out to the ECA Expo. So I'm going to go from left to right, and as I go from that left to right, hurts. let's hear you and cheer and say come on, this. Yeah. Right, here we go. Woo! You guys
2: are the best. Yeah. Did that over there? No. Guaranteed all sitting there stiffly really not talking. <laughs> Alright. Um, if I haven't met you, my name is Maggie, uh, owner of Harvard Painting here in Nashville. I'm Corey Leiser I'm owner of Inspired by You out in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And we'll do a couple little more in-depth intros, but first of all, I want to start off with a huge thank you to the sponsors. Well first of all huge thank you to PCA for allowing this initiative an event to be a huge priority for them. As soon as the idea started evolving, it was whatever you need, whatever you want to do. And so, big thank you to the PCA for that. Then, she found a bunch of amazing partners that wanted to sponsor and put the funding toward Women in Paint so that we can have an event, and that we can provide scholarships for 11 people to be here, fully funded, um, to allow for all the awesome things that we're going to experience for the next two days. So, um, Ben Moore, do I have someone from Ben Moore? <laughs> Sherwin Williams.
1: <laughs> 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 keep it
0: civil, Joe,
1: keep it civil. <laughs> <laughs> PBG. Hair, yay!
2: <laughs> Rooster, <laughs> and hair. <laughs> so that's my list from machine. If I forgot somebody, he's right there. Just <laughs> kidding. We did. Um, few logistics as well before we get into the meat and potatoes. Bathrooms are that way. Um, There's also bathrooms really far the other way, but they're right there if you need them. Uh, Breakfast and lunch is provided both days. It's on the schedule, you have it. Dinner tonight is going to be on your own. Many of you have seen the rep that this hotel is. It's a city. So just for reference, um, the hotel is kind of broken up into little Areas right, so we're in the Delta, and there's the Cascades, the Magnolia, etc. Um, each little area has its own restaurant options, and then there's um, an entire section near the I think it's the Ryan area that has a bunch of restaurants. So if you download the app for Gaylord Hotel, it'll show you all the restaurant options. There's also a mall. As walking distance, it's like a quarter-mile walk that has all the like normal mall restaurants, you know, the chuy's, the barbecue, etc. So there's a million options for y'all to dine tonight. Um, Hopefully, you make some new friends, or if you came with friends, and create some community as we break bread. Uh, Headshots. If you got the email from PCA, um, part of what we're doing is offering free headshots to everybody who's here. Um, Olivia Demabrian is a local designer and photographer who's here offering that for us. If you go out the conference room towards the elevator and then keep going down that hallway, is where the headshots are going to be set up. And we're going to have somebody that I'll introduce to you later. I'll also introduce to you Olivia, who's going to kind of help orchestrate that. The headshots are landing between lunch, or right after lunch, um, we have a speaker at one. She'll be here during that time. So we don't want to be rude to the speakers, but also we have a lot of limited time. So, and then after the one o'clock speaker, Olivia will be, still be here. And we're going to be doing a little bit more of an interactive thing that's tea tasting and intention setting. So I just ask that during that time, if you want to get your head shot, that we just do it politely, speak out, speak back in. It should only take you 90 seconds
1: yeah, I was gonna say this was a point of discussion when we were planning this event. and Michelle came up with the idea, which I think is brilliant. and so many and one of the one of the drawbacks was everybody wants to look so nice for their headshots. and we're, we own painting companies, and I found some of my best, some of my best headshots are me and a messy bun that draw on our customers and we're real. Um, and so don't feel like you have to be all dolled up and like, like you all are beautiful in your own right. So get, get out there get your headshot. The important thing is if you don't have a headshot to get a headshot so that you can promote your business. So. Yes. And um
2: that's why we did it with the lunch break. So if you did want to run back and put on something different or mascara or whatever. I put on mascara for the first time this morning in a solid four weeks and then freaking Chad with his talk. I was like oh, I like blessed on my phone to see if it was running, not my um, so anyways, that is the headshot situation. Oh, also, to get your headshots, what I'm going to do is get the big old Dropbox file from Olivia, and I'm going to have it PCA email that file link. So you're gonna get everybody's headshot. Because <laughs> I was not about to orchestrate Olivia getting your name and sending them to me individually. So everyone who gets a headshot, you get one big file, it's like school pictures, you scroll through, find yourself. stuff. It'll be right <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah. I also wanted to say a big thank you to the individual females who have taken time and energy um, to be the brainchild behind Women in Paint. So, Michelle, will you stand up. <laughs> and uh, Christine is not in here. Nigel. is not in here. part, okay? Um, Ambers with Bayer, Christine Julia, Sherman, uh, and Julia with Michael Michelle Corey own their own paint companies, and nobody is getting any type of money, fame, or anything out of this. They just really believe in the 90s you are you sitting in this room and everyone else who's not here. So thank you so much to you guys for your time. Okay,
1: a couple more. Um, Side conversations. I run a lot of classes in my shop, and what I found is women love to talk. And I know that you have all paid a good penny to be here, so we have strategically implemented time for you to talk at your tables. So when somebody is up here presenting, we just ask that you keep the side conversations to, like, just hold off on until you have time to talk at your tables. That way everybody can pay attention to the speakers, they're not distracted, and they're getting their full money. Yeah, if you look at our schedule,
2: most of the speakers have over an hour slot, or we have like 15 minutes plus or minus on either end of the speaker, and that was to intentionally allow for conversations at the table. So like I mentioned, we're going to change up where we're sitting, um, and each table is has somebody that we've kind of pinged to help guide the conversation at the table. So uh, I don't think there'll be any problem with content and conversation, but we do have people helping out. So, if somebody seemed like they were the leader at the table, they were actually supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Nick I, yeah, I have a joke
0: for you. Oh, I love jokes. Yeah. <laughs> if you embarrass
2: me in front of these people, I'll never talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. That sounds like doing anything. <laughs> uh, what happened to the painter who got paint in his eye? What did happen to the painter? You might color-blind. <laughs> Nick is the, uh, what's your official name? Chair. Chair of the PCA. And so Nick promised that he would keep it brief and give us a little 15-minute spiel um, about specifically PCA and what it can be and do for you as women. So, yeah.
0: This means a lot to me that everybody's here. This is a special group of people, uh, a lot of you I know. A lot of you I don't, which is even cooler. So, number one, I you guys heard the intro this morning. You know the history of the PCA, 140-year-old nonprofit that serves the industry. We are a lighthouse for servant leaders. If you want to give back to something, if you want to be involved with something, if you want to volunteer, our mission, which we're circling around, seems to be we want to have an outlet for you. And that's sort of what we're forming here, which is really cool. So, number one, um, we probably won't be recording this. But who's a PCA member? Wow, huge. So we're talking 80, 90% right here. Um, Yes, we're a membership organization, but we are something more than that. We're a way for you guys to give back, get involved, and improve yourself. And six years ago, seven years ago, when I got involved with the PCA, I was a single owner-operator. I came here like many of you, like many of them, with oil primer on your hands, and uh, paintbrush and a dream, as Jason Harris says. And the people in this room, the people in that room, the people, uh, members of the PCA, legitimately changed my life. It was a big thing. Everything that I have now is owed to the mindset of servant leaders of people in this room. So the biggest thing for me is I want to listen to you guys. Um, as the board of directors, Maggie's a director with me, uh, many servant leaders in this room, we're charged with fostering and creating a vision and the strategy for many years to come. Like I said, 140 years. This thing is not going to end on my watch. It's not going to end on any of our watch. We're going to make sure that this thing goes on and serve this industry, just like it has for 140 years. So, questions. Where do you guys want this to go? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? How can your board of directors, how can your directors, how can your organization serve you guys better? What do you need to know? More leadership training. More leadership training. Leadership training. Even more specifically, what what about leadership? Would you like to? Ah, uh, uh, interesting. That was brought up yesterday at the board of directors meeting. So, um, you may or may not know, um, we we are kind of the keepers of training in the industry, right? We want to be that non nonprofit brings with it sort of an interesting status, which is we don't have a profit. Market. We have a influence motive. We have a betterment to make. I mean, the, the, the model of the painting, uh, the PCA is we build better contractors. So I believe, and the board believes, and this is our mission that we've all agreed on is that we should be the keepers of training. We should be the keepers of ethics. We should be the keepers of the standards, uh, and then go forth and do better things. We have really, really robust painter training. So PCA members, which evidently all of you are, uh, not very fertile ground for new members at that rate, but that's good. Um, if you and your company have 85 employees, you can sign up and train every single one of your maintainers in the training. That's a great thing. There's also <laughs> Business Foundations and Business Accelerator. Um, soon to come, Business Legacy, or the third version of that, where it's an actual business course for people who have exited the businesses or transitioned uh, to give you guys um, ideas, inspiration of what to do when it time comes time to not do this or sell your business. That specific thing, training your other leaders, was brought up yesterday as multiple phases of that. So um, I will definitely take that back to the board and say the first thing they mentioned was how to train our leaders. And specifically, I, mean, I can commiserate because training leaders in your company is very tough. and it's, it's one of the toughest things, right? Because nobody's ever going to serve like us. We're special. What is the standard? What should they be doing? How should you hold them accountable? What is what is the KPIs? And that is. Like like we were talking about this one, very humanistic business. What else is on your guys' mind? What do you want to know? What do you want your board of directors to know? Government contracting? I like that. I like that. Say that again? Yeah, (laughs) WB. Yeah, I have (laughs) a (laughs) job. Let's talk. Yeah, we have uh, one of the best things about the PCA is uh, the certain leaders here, uh, whatever questions you guys have, uh, we have 1,300 members who would readily give you a shirt off their back and tell you exactly how they do it. So yeah, I like that. I, I'm sure uh, the topic's uh, commercial conference. Uh, will likely touch on a little bit of that, but certainly. Something is everyone back. in the room familiar with WBE? It's an
2: organization that certifies, it's a nationally recognized organization to certify you as a woman-owned business. If, if your business is owned by 51%, uh, you know, they also have other disadvantaged businesses. know, uh, definitely, to your point, can help with achieving government work, general contractor work, etc.
0: What else is on your guys' mind? What what is there? Is there blind spots about your knowledge of the PCA? Is there something you don't know? Is there something unclear? I
1: think financials is a big deal for new business owners that maybe have never been a business owner. That was one of the things I think we had to struggle through the first few years, is knowing what a is supposed to look like. Where where you go, how do you transition to a big? How do you grow? Yeah. How do you grow efficiently? How do you grow smart? And I think sometimes we're, we, as women, are inundated in the daily, daily, dailies. But trying to get out of that and really sitting down and look at some of that stuff, I think is important because if you don't do your financials right in the first few years, you can really get in
0: big. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> right? We couldn't agree more. You know, I'm a huge fan of the heavy job costing and stuff like that. So um, that is that. What you just mentioned is sort of like a great snapshot of our entire industry. Which is, for those of you who've ever seen me before, you, I say this ad nauseum to give us perspective. But the average painting company in the United States is one to one point five people. It, it's it's believed by the stats that 99 of all painting businesses in the United States, of which there's 330,000, are single owner operators or have our. They usually go out of business every one to three years. So it makes an organization like the PCA, which has been around for 140, uh, when you have a very different uh, outcome than something like that, you can tell that leadership is strong and that continuity is there. Um, our industry is fragmented. It's largely unprofessionalized. And it's because, not. and, and this is interesting, I'm, I'm reiterating what you're saying, we agree on this, uh, it's not how you do a PL, it is, I didn't even know I needed to know what a PL is. Like, it's, it's that discovery, and I can say that openly. Sometimes it sounds like I'm pushing back on my industry, but I, I came, this is my 31st year of contracting, and I got raised in Trades 2.0, or excuse me, 1.0, with a very grumpy old man screaming at me uh, do it better, do it faster. And that was not a great way to come to the trades. Many of us who have been around for a while, that's your introduction into the trades. And what never was discussed is job busing, right? It's just that. So now, the problem with a largely fragmented unprofessionalized industry is that if I want to go find a professional painting company to work for, the chances of that are 1%. Us, the people in this room, the people in the next room. The chances of you, Finding that professional company, being in your geographical area, paying what you want and have an opening and then developing you is very, very small, so what are we forced to do? Start our own businesses, right? But we're not business owners. I'm a master crafts person. I didn't know any of this stuff. I even went to college for business and didn't prepare me for this. <laughs> this is a problem. I didn't know what job. I have a bachelor's degree in business. I didn't know what job costing was when I came out of school. That's a problem, right? So. We always we always tend to feel like well everybody else has this figured out everybody's got it together, in our industry by the stats nobody's got it together. There's a couple people who have it together. The good thing is they're all here and they're willing to help, which is good. So, but no, the financials is the basic thing. And and again when you when you think about like wow you know there's a lot of chatter on the internet the people I meet it just feels like a something's off about a lot of stuff going on something feels unprofessional. When you look at the stats, that 99% of all the businesses were basically craftspeople forced to start their own businesses. Craftspeople first, then they had to learn how to run a business. It's way harder than learning how to paint. I would much rather know what a P&L is and then teach myself how to cut a wall, right? Mm-hmm. So, sorry, long-winded, but it gives a good perspective on our industry. I, I wholeheartedly... The good thing is, um, a couple years ago, Jason and I, the rest of the board, we realized that, yes, we have robust painter's training, but well, We also needed that business training side. So, between the foundations and the accelerator, it's a crash course, it's a peer group, it's virtual. You get in there six to eight weeks, uh, you, you connect with some other people, you get subject matter experts like Maggie, like Corey, like me, like everybody else who are servant led, and we volunteer our time to make these training courses because we knew that's what the industry needed to be around it. So. Questions, comments? Is there any other blind spots in the PCA? Any burning questions? Yes. So, this is
2: my. Not- Very surface level understanding of what
1: PCA is, and I come to an events and I get a flyer that says here are all the benefits. Um, but I guess my blind spot is like, um, like a, maybe
2: seeing like a cover one hundred and one, where we sit in a room like this and walk through every single one of what those actually look like. Um, because again, like I have great flyers with lots of pictures of what the benefits are, but it usually doesn't. go really
0: completely understood. This is a topic that was brought up in our board meeting yesterday, too. So, uh, some, some other brief history for you. We have been around for 140 years, but that doesn't mean we figured it out 100 years ago, and now we've just been coasting. Uh, you can imagine that we've had to modernize, uh, rejuvenate, uh, redo everything we do many times. And within the last decade, uh, some people who are in this room, some people who are not in this room, have put in amazing work to do the last version of modernization, to bring this. From the old boys' club, the 50 people on the board of directors, the you know Roberts Rules in the Meet, just the old-fashioned post-World War II sort of you know, a community organization. It is something that we know now. But that's still in the infancy. So any, any traction people, EOS people in here? yes yeah. So a couple of years ago, we we actually started putting the PCA through traction. We've branded, we fill out uh, a lot of VTO, and one of our um, one of our exhausting. Uh, <laughs> I think it was exhausting just listening to me talk all day yesterday, that could have been a thing. So. No, but one thing that we do is we went through a two and a half hour SWOT analysis on the PCA and a couple things emerged, which is we are the lighthouse for servant leaders, and if we do not create that, they're going to go somewhere else, right? And number two is that um, part of traction and VTO is determining what your proven process is, right? You can do a super simplified version for our painting companies. Marketing, lead, estimate, completed job, invoice. That's a proven process, right? But the PCA, when we started Traction a year or two ago, that thing was left blank because we were trying to work through the VTO, we didn't get to it. We actually put a proven process to it and it highlighted that There wasn't a a proven way to win the PCA. Here's a membership, here's a bunch of stuff, peace be on you. And and so what we've been trying to do over the last bunch of years is so much work has to be done at the same time, right? We took a board of directors that used to be 40 people. Uh, I've heard tales that uh, it was so unproductive at one point that they had to extend another day and one person cried during the board of directors meeting like in front of everybody, begging it to stop, right? <laughs> So, the organization you see now, and that's that's not good or bad, that's just a product of, you know, it's been a long time since, since it's been modernized. So, now what you see is light and nimble. We have a board of directors of nine to 12 people. Uh, we've created all the painter training, we've created the business training. We, we wanted to start creating the value propositions. so that get something to offer now. We need to apply a proven process and an actual way to use all the resources we have. It. We're feeling really good about looking some of the eye and say, here's the resources. Now we just have to make it easy. Just like for our clients, if you put friction points in between the lead, the estimate, the job, it's a problem, right? Yep. Did that help at all? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. I want to add to more that, more. that, but
2: um, exactly that is is one of the things that we hope to get from this week especially. Um, we are in the infancy of like you said, rejuvenating, Um, but our whole goal is to reach the contractors that share our core values, which is everyone in this room, is why you're here, Um, but that's also a lot of different people, right? and a lot of different businesses, and a lot of different sizes, industries, et cetera, and so those types of questions and feedbacks and then ideas as to what that looks like and what you need, um, we're all yours. Uh, we are not going to stand up here and be like, we have this figured out. Why haven't you joined? Um, and that's just that's just the raw honesty and and the desire that we have. If, even if it's an idea as simple as we should have maybe done this differently on the front end for this event. Thank you. You know, we don't know what we don't know, or we have a great idea for what this could look like or outside of the women in paint. You know, I've attended Expo, what have you guys thought about doing this?
0: Or I did business accelerator. It was
2: great, but I wish we could learn more about
0: this and those types of things. Um, yeah, it's great to do that. And also I get to couple on that, I get I get six emails a week saying, hey, I want to get involved. Well guess what? We got a whole bunch of committees where you can work with Maggie and Corey to make these events. And uh, it, another thing that emerged yesterday during our board of directors meeting was the highest value proposition we have for our people, yes, we have health insurance and standards and all that other stuff. These events are like far above the thing where I have, I've been doing this for seven years now. At the end of one of these, I've never seen a human walk away and just say, eh, one of those So everybody gets inspired. So we know that this is where the highest value proposition is. And when people get here, then we can start introducing them to tracks to win through the process and all the resources. Anybody else, questions, comments, anything you need to know about the PCA, anything you need from your board of directors? it goes along, I guess, with her question.
2: Um, <coughs> when a company is
1: small, like a single person, switches to like a couple employees but then wants to transition into growth. Like, how to do that, like what roles do you
0: need? Like, when mm-hmm. software you like all that? Yeah, perfect. So we have, I mean, there's there's infinite amount of resources there. The, the lowest hanging fruit would be the uh, business foundations uh, and the business accelerator courses that we have. But then, uh, just just taking those courses and doing those things doesn't necessarily make that a success. It's who you meet in that course, and then who you meet here, and then Because, again, it's, uh, a thing I think about often is connections and community and friendship, right? Connections, a lot of us know each other from Facebook. A lot of us know each other from Corey's Facebook. <laughs> 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 I, I've, heard, I've heard half a dozen stories. I knew Corey when she was painting furniture in her garage. <laughs> it, was, it was great. It, connections are one thing. Then they form a community. And then we come here and form friendships. Those friendships are the people that you can call upon. When you meet. So that's, that's been probably like the biggest uh, value proposition to me now that we in this, which is... We're the 1%, we're here, we share these core values, we servant leaders, and when you go back to your friends and your peer group and even your families at home and you talk about accountability with employees and wanting to grow a business, there's very few humans you can have that conversation with that they get the context. So here you are, the Lighthouse has brought together all these people where you just say, i want a project manager, say no more. You don't have to give them the backstory of what a painting business is, what you paint, and all that other stuff, so it's a great community.
2: And tactically, too, I think you mentioned you know, what software you use, et cetera. Um, the partners that the PCA has, the vendors, the, you know, the
1: uses. champion sponsors, champion sponsors. <laughs> Super formal. <Yep>. Uh, <laughs>
2: they are not just on our website and a part of our community because they give us money, it's because they share our core values and believe um, the same things that we believe. And so if there's a, a software company, which I know we have quite a few listed, um, they're vetted, and they care, and they're not just a software company we crossed up there because they were willing to write a check. Same thing with our vendors. Same thing with all the other software. So that's you know important to know that it's not just saving
0: money. It is, and if you've ever if you've ever been to the expo, who's been to expo here? Our big Super Bowl thing. Oh my gosh, we've got ball. This is awesome. <laughs> now we're down to 50 percent. though. Yeah. Now we're down to 50 percent. <laughs> all right. Uh, if you've ever been to the expo, especially the trade show, the trade show is one of the coolest things ever. It's basically like a party with paint tools and paint and all this other stuff, and a huge convention center, and you walk around and you can actually meet the people who have created this software, meet the people who sell the software, service you as a customer. And and that thing, what Maggie just said, is 100 percent true, which is, oh, these are great people. This is awesome. And they actually care. So that's that's uh, the PCA doesn't isn't just a lighthouse for servant leaders as paint business owners and painters it's a lighthouse for these vendors as well, too. I mean, Women in Paint is uh, an amazing effort where when it was even whispered about or angled about, people were tripping over themselves to say, how can this support you? Vendors, members, everything else, and it just goes to show that this is the truest, highest um, realization of certain figures here. I'll say also, like, I didn't join the PCI for um,
1: because
0: I was told that it's a bunch of old men that around. Mm-hmm. They would have been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't join the, the PCA teachers, and
1: Nick dragged me to an event, and he did, and I just fell in love with the people. I was like, this is not at all what I thought. And I remember sitting in one of the classes, it was Christopher's class, and he was walking my hands because I was this little lumber operator. He's like, I just loved the paint. So, you know, and I, I have some, I'm an entrepreneur, but numbers are not my thing. So I'm sitting in there and I'm listening to Chris and we about how you need job costs. So you need to know your numbers. You need to collect data. And I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. How do I do this? And after, after that meeting, um, after he was done talking, I went up to him and I was like, Chris, this sounds amazing. I can't do this. Can I hire you to do it for me? But since then, Chris has been an integral part of Inspired By You and it's helped our business grow exponentially. This last year, same thing happened. Like, I, I met Hogan. Um, and I fell in love with him and Olive, and they catapulted our business to the next level. And so like for me, <coughs> when, I, when I finally made the, the decision to join the PCI, it wasn't because of like, anything but the, the people, yeah. like really the, the people, the connections that could take my business from a single owner operator and furniture out in my garage to send my kids to private school. To now having a company where we've got 19 employees, we're going to two kitchens every month, we're going to break a million dollars this year, next year we're on do 3 million in sales. And so it's, I I feel like I'm a testament to what the PCA can do, which is why I'm so passionate about pouring into it and why I'm so passionate about giving my time and my energy to you all because I've seen the fruit of what it can do
0: seems to be the theme of the day so far. (laughs) Um, One final request and then I'll turn it back over uh, to Maggie and Cory, but uh, please take out your phones. Uh, We have a QR code for you to scan here. Um, There are membership resources, there is business training, there's managers training, but also uh, one of the favorite things is we have industry standards for free. We have vetted by a committee industry standards. One of the coolest things about industry standards is if you read them through, there is one standard that constitutes what a properly painted surface is. It gives you standing position. Yeah, there's people shaking their heads. It's in my contract. I don't use all the standards. I sure as heck use that one. Uh, if nothing else, you can get on there and find out what a properly painted surface is. is communicate that to your clients. And now you have a standard. Because we've all had those jobs where somebody presses their nose up against a set of cabinets with an LED light and says, ah. that's a flaw. And that is not a standard. So, uh, please do me a favor and at least follow the QR code so the home office sees that we're, uh, we're driving some traffic. And after that, I was, oh, listen, I travel around a lot. I'm going to justify my here doing this just by hanging out with you guys. That's not enough for the PCA home office. So, um, I just want to thank you guys. This has been an amazing thing. Um, the theme of this year, yeah, we, we, this is our first commercial conference in a long time. First women in paint ever, first Spanish-speaking conference we just had down in Florida,
1: 150
0: people showed up. Um, that was great. Amazing. So here's the deal. We are constantly improving. You have a world-class board of directors who is nimble and light and cares about you, and we would urge you to join us and make a change. Join a committee, join me, Corey, Maggie. You can be involved with Axel, you can be involved with the next women in paint. You can be involved with a Spanish-speaking, with a commercial forum uh, now and soon to be a craftsmanship farm as well, too. So I just want to thank you all for being here. This means Painted Podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit pcapainted.org.